This portion of the show is brought to you by Eric Boatner, All-State Agency. The Jeff Orbit Show starts now. This is the Jeff Orbit Show. I knew my day was going to be interesting from the moment I got up and until the moment Bruce Sidlinger showed up here just a few minutes ago because it's just been one of those days. Uh, just, I've got, if you hear the phone ring, and welcome Bruce, how you doing? Hello. If you hear the phone ring during the show, I have my cell phone through the board, which is how I do my interviews and stuff, right? You got to love technology. You got to love all that, right? No wires. No yeah, you got like a that. pretty fancy studio. Pretty here. fancy setup, right? Um, I took a telemarketer call just before we came on air, before Bruce got here, too. Because all I get is these spam calls and telemarketer oh, calls. Oh, so you're going to put them on the air the next yeah, time? Yeah, they call. They're going on the they're air. They're going on the air. Now, I, I, Arizona's a one-party record state. I will let them know that we are recording for informational. You don't have and, to, though. Yeah, I don't think party. I have to. Okay. No, you don't have to. Yeah, they're, they're calling me. They're calling. So I guess it's, even if you call them, if okay. as, as long right. as you, one party just means if, mm, if so any party to the conversation knows it's recorded, that's yeah. fine, well, we which means know. you. Yeah, and all you will know. Yeah. So if it rings, I'm going to take it because that's all I get on my phone. So, you know... I say hello, and I'm like, uh, you know, it's like 10 seconds before it clicks on, so you know it's. Why well, hang up? I hang up at that. You no, know, no, I was like, I'm. I always hang up, right? And I'm right. like, I'm like, hello, how you doing today? You know, and I'm all friendly and all this. Uh-huh. And he's like, he's all excited because somebody finally somebody answered, right? Up. And I just talking to the guy, and he's selling something or trying to. Sell. And I was like, how do you do this every day? Like. You know, try to scam like grannies all over the world. Oh, his call, <laughs> his world just turned south. At that and he's point. like, uh oh, you know, and he's kept, what? I don't, I don't understand. I'm trying to blah, blah, blah. He's like, how do you, how do you do this? How do you sleep at night? It's trying to scam grannies. I know. And it got a little aggressive after that and a few curse words back and forth. And uh, he hung really? up on me. The telemarketer hung up on me. How does that happen? Anyway. I do welcome all of you. I hope you're all having a good day. We've got I a lot. you had big problems. You know, the world has big problems right now. Well, this, that's a big this, problem, yeah. This that's telemarketer a, thing, we, that's, that's old. That's old news, though. No, no, no. But it's like World War Three when it comes to phones. So, Well, you're about to get real World War Three. Well, at least I told the telemarketer off. Okay. <laughs> anyway, we've got a lot today. It is election day, one year from the big election day, Bruce. Um, and you've got Biden with 39% approval rating. Which is great. And he doesn't even know what that means. And then you've got Trump in court, the civil court issue that's been going on. You've got RFK Jr. polling at 22% as an independent candidate. I mean, this is interesting. You've got the No Labels Party, some guy named John Hogan or something Hogan. Hogan's heroes. He's a Republican who doesn't like Trump, you know, maybe maybe getting into the race uh, for president as well. Very interesting. It's going to be an amazing happen. twelve months. I'll well, tell you what. I'm not. I'm not very curious about it because it's going to be President Biden, President Harris, or President Newsom. <laughs> and and uh, because I'm taking a year off, man. Because the right is Republicans are not good at this stuff. Yeah, you've seen and, that. Right? They're 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 going to dirty Trump up, but he. But he'll be the candidate for sure before they finish dirtying him up. And now we've got a dirtied up candidate. And that's, this is, uh, here's, my, here's my comment about the election. It's gone crazy over near London. You know, the, the, 
the suburbs there that are that are ethnic uh, that that have become ethnic enclaves for very you know it's it's very in London you're talking well around London okay you're throwing me for a loop here going from that but oh well, okay okay tie that in so um, a couple of days it's ago like Paris a it's couple, like every place right a couple right every place a couple of days ago um, two things happened in England one person got arrested in his home for criticizing Hamas publicly. <laughs> A British, you know, a, a British native-born Britisher. Yeah. Some other British people went out to oppose the pro-Hamas, the pro-Palestinian, uh, hundred thousand people march, and the police went over and said, "Please put away your British flags, your English flags." Oh, yeah, you got to have the Palestinian flag. Well, right? and, they, and they said this. They said, "Well, excuse us. Uh, look behind you. There's five hundred Palestinian flags." And here's what the police said. The police said. There are more of them than there are of us. <laughs> and that, anyway, so, so the point is, my point about this is might makes right. We're, we're in a world of increasingly post-constitutional mob rule. And without being a conspiracy theorist about it, I just don't think that Trump will be allowed to win, not for secret reasons, but because they're going to, they're going to, first of all, they're going to try to do that 14th, 15th Amendment, whatever that is. They're, they'll probably try to do that. They're definitely going to get convictions. There, there's no way that these juries won't convict them. Now they could be reversed on appeal, but it's too late. Yeah, with all the because, because dozens and dozens of uh, of counts. Right, because the, the, their yeah. timing is impeccable. Their timing is uh, such is. is such that is. the convictions will happen, but the appeals won't. And Republicans just aren't good at this. And so, this is all in the rearview mirror for me. And in fact, I haven't been. You know, there are these political betting sites. Mm-hmm. Um, which I think are great because that gets to the truth. People, people's money is their truth. That's how you really find out the truth. And I would probably, I don't want to be uh, too negative, so I won't say 10 to 1 against, but I'm probably thinking 5 to 1. I'd probably bet 5 to 1 that Trump will not be our next president. Amazing. I I don't even know what to think. I, I got to tell you, Bruce, I don't know what to think anymore. We're one even year, though he's clearly one year away choice. from it. Yeah, he is. But I saw the poll yesterday that showed that Trump was beating Biden in the um, the, 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 the toss up states like Arizona. Right. Right. And Arizona, he was like five points up in a hypothetical match between Biden and Trump. Right. Uh, what generic I, Republican does really well is also. They yeah, also say against but any. I, but I'm like Republican. five points ain't enough anymore because oh, no. election night, all of a sudden it's like, what happened to the big lead? And also they're not factoring. I, I need to see more follow-up polling on third party candidates like RFK Jr. Mm-hmm. Because if that poll that we talked about yesterday on the show, which showed him at 22% and it showed um, Trump and Biden, you know, pretty much neck and neck. If that's accurate and you throw that in, how does that impact? Who does that help? And I'm, I'm sure it will hurt us because the Democrats Democrats are better than the Republicans are so much better at politics than Republicans. Okay. Let's dial back here to Arizona because it is election night here in Arizona as well. Not a lot on the ballot as far as candidates and this and that. I'm sure some towns and cities have something going on. I'm not in touch with that. There's a lot of school board elections throughout the state. There's a lot of bonding questions throughout the state. Many uh, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars in borrowing money questions to different towns. Um, Prescott has a big charter amendment thing going on, as well as Flagstaff. Prescott's talking about paying the politicians more. That's on the ballot for you guys. Um, the, I, I the, listened to your rundown with Angela. It was great. Flagstaff. It was Thank amazing. That yeah, was great. And we, we, we voted uh, like on five of the 20 
ballot questions in, in, in yes, affirmative. And I don't know how it's going to go down. No, I, do you remember when, big, I, when I first met you, I called you like the night before an election and I made you do that to me personally. Oh yeah. Phone. Which way do you think I it's going to go? And I said, yeah, look, yeah. I have no idea I, about any of these well, things. Just tell me what to fill out. And that's why I, I did it with Angela. I did it with Mark Howitt like a week or two ago as well, but I got so many calls of people asking me how you vote. And then I was like, okay, I, I got to do this on the air, even though it's a very Flagstaff issue, but the big Flagstaff one that's affecting the whole region and really a big chunk of Northern Arizona is this hospital. You drove up from, yeah. did you see the picture I said? Yeah. It's so, you <laughs> so, know, do you the, remember how Flagstaff wanted to do, you know, Flagstaff's a, is it towns always shoot themselves in the foot flagstaff's stock and trade is tourism and beauty you know natural beauty yeah we we do not have artificial beauty here if you look at the condition of the town it's not good but the natural beauty is what wins we've got the mountain and no matter how lousy the streets are or crumbling the buildings are or whatever you the got mountain, great view the mountain is great poverty would have right. you it's known for right so, yeah. the, so the first the first big potential mistake was they wanted to put subsidized housing at that flagstaff sign when you come in from the grand canyon oh welcome to flagstaff yeah right yeah that was the first thing um it's not that pretty you know the very important parts of the city are where you see that sign that welcome to flagstaff sign right it's a nice sign right it's a beautiful sign well today when i was driving up it makes me happy every time i see those mountains and i thought my god a 16 story building not only is it going (laughs) to blot out the mountains, but also this is the statement Flagstaff wants to make is that more than anything, we're a hospital city. Cause that's the, cause <laughs> as that's you're coming triple, in from 17, that's yeah, yeah. triple the height of anything else in this town. That means it's more important than anything else we do is the hospital. Well, that's, I, I don't know how this is going to go. If I were to make a prediction right now as to prop 480 and the Flagstaff hospital issue, if you've been living under a rock, they're trying to rezone that property out there from residential to commercial. And the council gave them a height waiver. I don't get this is, and I, ultimately I voted against. Well, remember I had to spend I don't get a, height a lot waiver. of money to get up to get my to you, defend my height. You had to go defend your I had air to spend rights, thousands of dollars. So all of us who, who who have property here and stuff, we got it taken away by the city. And then these same slimy politicians come in and say, "Oh, we'll give them a height waiver because look, I want an equal." Playing field. You know, there's one us. there's one scenario where I would approve a 16 story unequal playing field. Okay, what's that? A a competitive hospital, mm. an alternative, no financial ties whatsoever. Because first of all, I don't think the medical care here is very good. But secondly, it wouldn't matter if it was good or not. It would be better with competition. Everything is better with Everything competition. Better with competition. Look, I just didn't. I, I don't know where it's going to go. I think it's going to fail. Well, I hope so. I think it's going to fail, but I wouldn't bet money on that. Wouldn't go to one of those Although betting if it fails, sites. They probably got a plan B where they'll. Do oh, I'm it sure anyway. they do, but they'll do it. Anyway. Don't do. And what I didn't like about this campaign is they they came in and they said it's seven stories. I said. But wait, it says 160 feet. Even seven stories well, is wrong. Seven hospital stories. Yeah, seven yeah, right. stories. Is, yeah, and to me, have a lot of infrastructure. I was like, what, is, what is that? Come right. on, it's, it's 16 stories. I mean, do it right. in, in what an apartment would be. An apartment. Right. Building. Say it in terms that people. Understand. I think people are going to be shocked if I it does. I think people are going to be shocked if it passes. And one day they drive up on I 17, and that's and, what they And you buy the sign, and you're like, whoa, that thing's tall. <laughs> It's going to be <laughs> then allow. Look, look, if they pass that, I want the city council, these politicians who did a height waiver for them. I want them to go eliminate the height. All all commercial property should be able to go 16 stories. Well, right. I'm, not I'm, just I want to take flag not just them. I would love to take flag yeah. to 16 yeah. stories. Oh, and you want to you want to deal with affordable housing? Then fine. Go 16 stories. Yes. You'll get more housing. You'll get more uh, more housing yeah, stock available. It's, it's, it's just it's such it makes no, not only does it make not only absolutely wrong to do this and there's not even a good reason. There's no reason why that hospital can't be flat. 
Yeah. Any hospital no, they could have made it. They got the land. They could have done that. Uh, in my excitement, I forgot to mention our first great sponsor. And um, the hospital probably will want to do this on the 16th. Hopefully your sponsor isn't Flagstaff Medical Center. <laughs> Brought to you by, no. <laughs> um, and I'm fine with Flagstaff Medical Arizona Center. Healthcare. It's just this issue is driving me a little crazy. But right. uh, look, if you have a 16-foot story building um, at, like the hospital, you probably want to uh, get gutter helmets on that so you don't have to climb up can on the imagine, roof. Can you imagine the window guys the gutters. Up, yeah. 160 Exactly. Gutter Helmet of Northern Arizona. Uh, gutter Helmet's the, just the best system out there. The best, best gutter protection system. It's not just a leaf filter screen. Uh, it's a reverse, multi-patented reverse curve to flex all the pine needles so you don't have to climb up 16 stories on the top of the hospital and clean those gutters. I uh, got the best deal going on right now that is going to end, I believe, the end of this month for all you out there, all my listeners. Uh, mention the Jeff Orvitz show when you call Gutter Helmet of Northern Arizona. Get 35% off. 928-318-6555. 928-318-6555. That's 928-318-6555. Or go to gutterhelmetsnaz.com. Okay, so yeah, prediction. I think I think the hospital thing fails, but it won't. don't take that to the bank. Um, well, don't, no, it I, won't go away. Yeah, It'll well, just be And flatter. that's fine. It, well, just go... Go do something different. Yeah, that's, they, they, that's, well, there's no reason yeah. they can't build a massive complex of low buildings. You know, even the even Mayo Clinic, I don't think, is 160 feet tall. Yeah, what, what are we in New York City? I mean, it's just like, and I've I've never been the one to complain about the height things. As long as you're going within the same parameters as everyone else, sure. If you're telling me that you know everybody gets, yeah, because it's all about 120 being able feet. to see over your neighbor. Your yeah, your upper balcony needs to be equal to the height you, of the next you, upper you've balcony. You've been to Washington D.C. and they have that height limit throughout mm-hmm. the city. Nothing can be taller than I it's, thought it was a Washington Monument, but I guess the Capitol Dome or whatever it is. And you know this flag, this hospital. And and we see this all the time. I, it's, it's just been a rant of mine my whole life. This hospital, the big statement it's going to make, two statements. Not, the minor statement is this is a hospital city. For some reason, this is the most important thing in Flagstaff. But the real statement it makes is the government can do whatever it wants. Everybody else in Flagstaff yeah. is compliant. We'll give you a waiver. But yeah. Right? It, well, that's, that's what it is. You, you get a special waiver if you're a special person in this society. I'm sure Gore would right. have liked to have built a hundred. Yeah. It probably would have been cheaper for Gore to be in one spot, 16 stories tall. Exactly. But even Gore didn't think they could get away with that. Yeah, I, I thought it, and I I don't know if enough people caught on to that 160 foot you know, thing the other day before I, they cast their, their 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 vote. I took off from when one of my in my diamond airplane from Flagstaff a week ago. From the top of the hospital has a well, ramp. Well, the tower. The tower <laughs> asked me. There was a regional jet coming in behind me. The tower asked me to expedite a right turn to mm-hmm. get out of the way. Normally, I, I go to like four hundred feet before I begin my turn. I did my turn at about one hundred and fifty feet uh, because the tower was really wanting me out of the way. Yeah, and I realized I was turning right to the hospital. Like I that put me over the fort oh, tile. Yeah. yeah, I mean that's not even a good area to have a big a big obstruction. I didn't even think about that with the. Um, you know, the size and the proximity. You normally don't build to, really to, big to things, right? Yeah, the highest thing in yeah. town goes right by the airport. Yeah, that's interesting. All right, uh, we've got a lot more. I want to hit on um, this FCC uh, potential 
it was three three to two so far. I don't know where they're at in the process. I think they're still taking public comment, which means absolutely nothing in the society anymore because they've all already made up their mind. But we should put pressure on at least some of the folks in Congress regarding uh, net neutrality. Bruce has been doing a lot of legwork on that throughout the day, so we're going to hit on that. Um, and I've got a ton of economic news I want to hit on as well. Uh, so much, so much to go here still. So stick around. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Hey, don't replace your old roof before you talk to Dave at Fresh Roof of Northern Arizona. You may be able to save up to 90% of the cost of a new asphalt shingle roof. You can extend the life in a lot of cases by up to six years. Fresh Roof of Northern Arizona rejuvenates your roof with a revolutionary, all-natural, non-toxic, sustainable treatment. Now, Dave's an experienced home inspector. You can call for a free roof inspection and an estimate at 928-301-9404. And I know how much those roofs cost brand new because I did a couple of them last year. And I'm sure they've gone up since then. Call Dave. Uh, you can come out, inspect it, give you an estimate on, on, on and talk to you about his uh, this system, this coding system that they have. 928-301-9404. 928-301-9404. Go to freshroofofnaz.com. Back in a minute. If you're listening to the podcast, please give us a great review and also give us a comment in there. If you're not listening to the podcast, subscribe. Look up the Jeff Orbit Show. Also on video, Rumble, follow us there. And on YouTube, subscribe. We appreciate everyone who's done that. You're listening to the Jeff Orbit Show. Do yourself a favor. Do your windshield a favor. And always remember to call Diamond Auto Glass first. Before making an auto glass claim, here's why most insurance companies are going to use a nationwide glass shop to answer their calls, and they're going to try to route you to their shop, which may very well delay the time it takes to replace your glass. Uh, if you get a rock chip in your windshield, stop by Diamond Auto Glass as soon as possible because repairing that chip will stop it from spreading. It's going to save you from a costly windshield replacement. Angela and I have been going to Diamond Auto Glass on 4th Street in Flagstaff for years. Give them a call, 928-779-4140. That's 928-779-4140 or go to thedifferenceisclear.com. One more thing on today's election. I mean, there is a couple of big ones. Bruce and Bruce Sidlinger is here with me. And I, I always get a kick out of the talking heads in the media. And they're like, this is going to be a, a test run for the 2024 election. Or this is going to be some kind of primer for it all. And it's, no, it's not. It's an election happening right now in, in states that have very different statewide and localized issues. And if you think you're going to get any bearing as to what's going to happen in 2024, I don't think you're going to. Although, where's Glenn Youngkin from? Because that one is that's interesting. That's the Virginia one. That's the interesting so, one. That's the that legislature. might be a bellwether. Maybe. That's the legislature. Because they do it, all it, their elections this year. Yeah. And he's not up, I don't believe. No, but, but the they legis- do everything. The legislature's right. up. And... That will they maintain uh, that that slim majority? Will the Democrats take control? Because the Republicans well, have control. Well, he wants to keep right one now. house and get the other. He yeah, needs okay, to keep one and okay. gain the other. Okay. If he does, that might be a bellwether. Maybe, but we'll see. Trump's still not getting elected, though. <laughs> what do you guys think? Trump getting elected, you know, no matter what? I always love hearing your thoughts on that. Um, Kentucky? Uh, voters decide whether to, from Associated Press, give Governor Andy Bashir a second term versus a Republican challenger, Daniel Cameron. 
Uh, Mississippi, you've got uh, Republican Governor Tate Reeves seeking re-election against a cousin of Elvis Presley. How does that matter? I'm hearing a lot about Presley. There's something about... How does that matter? It's Brandon Presley. So is it the name in, in Mississippi that, that, that the Democrat gets in because he's got Presley? Does it matter as much as whether DeSantis wears heightening boots? Because he, these are both matters of great importance. That is, that is very important. I, yeah, the I world would, is exploding. I would, like, I would and, like to know that. And yeah. the whole news cycle is this DeSantis lip, uh, heightening. What is the news cycle? I mean, because I really don't watch any news, but I mean, I, I see that girl singer everywhere. Um, something with, what's that chick's Taylor name? Taylor Swift? Yeah, Taylor Swift. My dog is named Taylor Swift. It's just like enough with the Taylor Swift. No, there can already. never be enough Taylor Swift. Oh, this, man. I wish now, that now I'd, don't, I'd never don't hear don't about her again. Don't say fighting words, Jeff, because don't, we don't want fighting words. <laughs> In Kentucky, Mississippi, Ohio, abortion is on the ballots. Um, I believe each, all three are the 15-week ban. Um, and again, this is a state's right issue after Roe v. Wade was taken away. Um, and it seems that most states are going the same route, at least the conservative states, which is a, a reasonable. I've always said that the, <laughs> I've always said the viable answer is going to be somewhere in the middle. Yeah, look, look, I, I'm, I don't want abortion at all. Um, but I, I don't want, uh, you know, at birth abortion like some places are, are doing. So Angela and I have hit on this a lot. If the compromise comes down to, you know, we talk about the, the men's restroom, the women's restroom, mm-hmm. and then, you know, this whole controversy. And, and Angela's hit on this a lot saying, if we need a third bathroom, okay, already. Just c- cut out the crap. Or if we need a transgender uh, sports category. Right. So, Most problems are solved. Right, right, yeah, you know, I've always go ahead. Said, your own little special I've group, always fine. said that. I'm that just you, tired of hearing about I've it. I've always said that you don't get, ever, that you can send everybody away happy on most things, but not abortion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But even and, the transgender thing is a, it's a real simple solution. Well, right. You yeah, had first, the whole thing with the, right. the, 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 the soccer or whatever the Just heck that was. Just every bathroom that, individual. A, a, a girl, um, a, a girl's team, and there's a guy pretending to be a girl. Oh, no, she got kicked in the face. Kicked in the face right. in the hospital. And that then was that's hockey. Okay, field hockey. Yeah. And that's that's now all of a sudden it's like the, the superintendent's like, oh, we got a problem here. We need to well, not allow Well, these are entirely this. predictable. Anybody, you know, so anybody predictable. That, with a brain... Anybody, uh, for, for half of the problems, we already have the answer from history. For the other half, we have the answer through common sense. So we have to go, <laughs> yeah. through, this, we have to go through this agonizing process People of get discovering yeah. what every thinking person could have entirely predicted. Yeah. Oh, really? I didn't know that a 255-pound guy pretending to be a girl was going to break the ribs of a 130-pound girl in a Brazilian you know, the, jiu-jitsu match. You know, I mean, that's shocking. Is, the funny thing is there's, Absolutely there's shocking. nothing new under the sun because when I was a little kid, I went to the... 68 Olympics, um, and the Russian weightlifters there, nobody believed they were girls. <laughs> they, they, all, the, all the girls were like facial hair and beards and stuff right. from all the uh, steroids. But at yeah. least other people weren't getting hurt. They, they finally got caught back in uh, right. you know the early 2000s. Remember when they became the team formerly known as Russia or oh, whatever, yeah, right. like, like Prince? All right, love your thoughts. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. In these crazy times, I've always liked to, and Angela and I have done this for years, owning a little bit of physical gold and silver. Uh, maybe it's time for you to learn more about it. I don't tell you how to invest. I want you to educate yourself. Uh, you can get a free investor's kit from Desert Gold Exchange. Give them a call. Mention the Jeff Orvitz Show. They'll treat you like gold. They'll send you up this investor's kit. Uh, Justin and his family-run company, they, they keep the overhead low. They pass the savings on to you. Uh, I know because I've ordered from them in the past, and when I, I know that spot price is spot price, I'm going to pretty much get the same price for an ounce of gold around the world. It's all those fees and commissions. They keep their overhead low. They pass the savings on to you. They have great customer service. Angela and I have been 
so happy with uh, Desert Gold Exchange. Call them up right now, 888-852-4343. That's 888-852-4343. 888-852-4343. I got another good one we'll get to here when we come back, Bruce, and that's uh, a, a new electric vehicle. It's finally happening with a gas generator. Yes. <laughs> Hey, if you're listening to the podcast, please give us a great review and also give us a comment in there. If you're not listening to the podcast, subscribe. Look up The Jeff Orbit Show. Also on video, Rumble, follow us there. And on YouTube, subscribe. We appreciate everyone who's done that. Listening to the Jeff Orovitz Show. This is the Jeff Orovitz Show. Hey Bruce, did you drive your um, Tesla today? Or I did drive the Hummer? Tesla, and I was careful to park it where it could stay for a yeah, few where months. It could get towed because <laughs> we I, have the snow ordinance now. Right when know. I parked yeah. it today, yeah. I was thinking, okay, what are the what are the snowplows going to do? I thought about pulling it off into your yard because of the snowplows. I'll just park it in the front yard. I got you know I, I live in an HOA in Flagstaff, and um, there's is the HOA scarier or is the snowplow scarier? No, the H the, the HOA is scarier because um, you know people can't park a lot. There's driveways aren't big enough, so I literally saw a neighbor pour a concrete slab in their front yard uh-huh. and call that a parking spot. And I was like, yeah, that looks great. But because the HOA was did that fly past the HOA? Then yeah, yeah, they didn't want them to park on gravel, so instead it you know we get this like a bus uh-huh. stop up front. So that that worked out. But that's besides the point. Um, Electric vehicles, you taught, well, you've owned them for years. You have multiple electric vehicles. I saw this article on CNBC. I texted it to you. I was like, it's finally happening. We are practically putting a gas-powered generator on, on the roof and duct-taping it to the electric vehicle so that way you can get more range. How stupid. I thought well, I was reading the, actually, the onion. Actually, you know okay, what's funny? Ahead, it's not, it's, it's, it's actually, not that bad. it's the least bad <laughs> strategy for an electric car. Incidentally, Ford, with the Lightning, yeah. patented this concept. Um, so I don't know how Stellantis can do it because Ford... Uh, pulled a patent right away with when they to pull the patents for the F one fifty Lightning. Yeah, it had a bed mounted generator option. Okay, and I thought this would be nice. This is this is how diesel electric locomotives work. Okay, right? it makes a lot of sense. You get to run the engine wide open. You know, engines like to run wide open. WOT wide open throttle. So you can design an engine to go WOT. It's very efficient. You put power into the batteries as needed. This way, you've got the great truck for commuting emission-free in the city, but then you can start the generator and you can actually get your, you can actually pull your Airstream up the hill to flag. Okay. So I would want that. But let me, let me go a different but, direction here. But, yeah. Okay, but also, go, go, but go also I should add that unless, uh, unless I'm forced to, I will never buy anything electric again. I've, I've had enough of oh, it. Oh, you're done. Yeah, you're I'm done. Up. And you're a patient guy, Bruce. Stellantis is, um, you know, Ram. You're talking Dodge. Just Chrysler. Yeah. Right. Chrysler, Chrysler, whatever Chrysler, whatever, whatever, yeah. whatever that was. I, I never even heard of Stellantis. Like, okay, Ram, Dodge. I, you remember how right. Chrysler had a star? Yeah. I think Stellantis is stellar star. I think okay. what that means. Okay, whatever it is. It's, it's a Ram, right? Ram pickup trucks. Right. So here's the headline. Stellantis new Ram pickup is an EV 
with a gas power generator in case the battery runs out. That's from CNBC. So they plan to in- introduce the industry first pickup for its Ram trucks brand that's equipped with an onboard gas engine and an electric generator. The truck can operate as a zero emission EV. So it's just running off. And, and, and that's a load of crap. When they say zero emission EV, what they should say is zero emissions at the point of using it kind of thing, because the emissions yeah, are being created call a, somewhere. They should call it a clean tailpipe car. Yeah, it is not a, it's a no tailpipe car. No. Well, not this well, one. This yeah, not this pipe. one, because it has a gas generator. <laughs> there's no such thing as a zero emission EV vehicle, because there's emissions somewhere to create this. I thought of this the other day, because uh, a big a big, he- a big headline is China uh, has 80% of the world's solar market. Yes. Despite all of our subsidies and trying to do it here. Yeah, yeah, good luck. And the and all of the experts say China's winning in solar because they because they got coal energy to produce yeah. the solar with. All the coal that it takes to produce these solar panels, even if you got your EV fully from the solar panels, it was a ton Those of coal to done. create the solar. And, so nothing and is zero emission. By, and they weren't done by American workers because we <sighs> can't have coal plants. Stop and so lying right. on this stuff. Okay, the truck can all operate as a zero emission EV until the vehicle's battery dies. Well, so, so far, you're just describing every hybrid. You're describing yeah. every Prius ever. Yeah, that's where it's we're a going. Prius. So a vehicle's battery dies, and an electric onboard generator powered by a 3.6-liter V6 engine <laughs> kicks on to power the vehicle after its initial charge. Just do a hybrid. Well, that is a hybrid. Just That's what it is, but it's... It, but It's it, it's a new way to say hybrid. Yeah, it's, now, it's, the this Ford, is so stupid. Now, I d- the Ford patent was a lot better because okay. the Ford patent didn't have you carrying that around all day. It, yeah, you it got was a V6 removable. Engine. Yeah, you got a V6 engine. In no, what I mean is the Ford. No, Lightning. I'm saying the Dodge. The Dodge oh, has right. got a You're V6 not engine. That in. out. The yeah. Ford one could be removed. So what you really want, and you, it would take a little bit of engineering, but you would really want some kind of very clever uh, hoist, like electric lift system, to where. It could lift this thing, not this one, but the Ford one. Okay. You need a way for a consumer to get this thing into the bed for their annual vacation. You, you don't want them driving around an unused generator all year. Uh, look, look, okay. The other thing about that Ford one, I've never seen anybody patent this, but the other thing about the Ford one is that since it would just be like for vacations, it needs to figure out a way to clean out its own fuel system so that one time a year it actually will start. Yeah, so you don't leave the gas in there. And, and it needs goes, to totally evacuate its fuel system. Ram CEO Tim Kuniskis characterized the new Ram 1500 Ram Charger pickup as the, quote, ultimate answer for battery electric trucks. It's a hybrid. Just look. Are you sure? It's, and it's not removable, correct? No, it's, the they, 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 they plopped a V6 if engine not, in the well, thing, man. it's not man, removable, it's a, then it's a hybrid. Yeah, look, right. let me just help you out here because I'm sure this thing is going to cost, my guess would be it's going to cost more than a gas-powered oh, sure. it's, you're V6 buying two cars. or V8 you're buying two vehicles. Ram truck. Right. Just buy the Ram truck with the gas in it and, I don't know, get a, get a trailer and tow a Tow a little Prius or something. Well, what really this makes sense that the rule always for electric cars has been this they, is the end, Bruce. Well, the rule what I've always said for electric cars, I've never my advice has never changed. Yeah, I said it's fine as a second car. Yeah, look, you the, should the, have the, you the, should have a regular pickup, and you should also have like a smart like an electric smart car that has no. No footprint. No, okay. smart cars have no footprint space-wise, okay. pollution, yeah, anything. Car, yeah. Right. Okay, look, to me, this is a symbol with the latest news that uh, Ford and GM are, have lost so many billions of dollars every oh, quarter. Yeah. To right. me, this bubble 
and this insanity, and quite frankly, this scam is about running to its end. Oh, right. Because Dodge had to get in on it with something special here at the end. This is the king of stupid right here. Uh, First of all, with all due respect to Dodge and Ram, if I'm going to buy a hybrid, it's not going to be a Ram Dodge hybrid. It's going to be a Toyota or something like that. Somebody who's been doing it for a long time, right? Oh, I mean, are you buying a Dodge? Are you buying a hybrid truck? Are you buying the experimental Dodge pickup truck? Or are you going to go to Toyota? I, I mean, if, come on, serious. I wish. Let's Toyota, be honest. It wouldn't be a bad idea for Toyota to make it a hybrid pickup because Toyota knows hybrid. Nobody they have the Tundra. They have no, a Tundra. hybrid. They, they have a, they have well, a hybrid. Well, it's not grid charged. Okay. It's not grid okay. charged. No, it's true plug-in. You're talking like a plug-in. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, no. I would say, I think, no, no, no. I think Toyota's doing it right. Do the hybrid because people want the reliability. This, this whole thing is about. So is there a Tundra hybrid? I didn't know. I think Tundra finally added a hybrid and I was talking to somebody at Toyota and Tacoma's coming out with a hybrid. Well, then I want that. Tacoma's coming out with a hybrid too, because they've been doing hybrids for what, 10, 15 years? Well, my Insight, my Honda Insight. Yeah, they've been doing this forever. They know what they're doing. I I drive an Insight With all due respect to Dodge, I don't trust that they know what they're doing with this experiment with their with no. their with their duct tape generator well, especially since <laughs> especially since lee iacocca isn't there now lee iacocca <laughs> maybe he could I believed he, he could do anything he was amazing look this this is dumb people people don't trust the electric vehicles um and by sticking a generator on it right. essentially that's a v6 engine you're basically saying yeah you can't trust these things we got to have a backup here i don't mind if there's a plug-in like i, I wish the hybrids had a plug-in option too and you could run it either way maybe do a switch and the hybrid's the way to go they should get off this crazy train and, and, and you know do what, what the consumers about, want. What happens with big government, and if we ever have a show where Or just talk, go with gas. Right, if we ever have a show where we talk about telephone companies, I can hit more on this. Well, we're going to uh, hit on the FCC <laughs> in hour two um, of the show. But um, what happens with big government... I mean, everything bad happens with big government. One of the things that happens with big government is all the product design is influenced by, regu- by regulatory yeah, advantage. Yeah, yeah. So I imagine... There's, I imagine there's a meeting at Solantis where, where they looked very closely at all the incentives, the Biden administration incentives, and they said, we, we, need to, what do we, do? We, we need to make an essentially normal truck that we can get the $7,500 rebate for. Yeah. Well, not only that, Bruce, but there is penalties coming in place for the larger engines. So right. pickups need larger engines, big pickups right. that haul this stuff way, need larger engines. This way, it's got the battery Now and, you put that, right. yeah, so you have- It's the, got dual motor so, up a hill. So the government is forcing these companies into losing billions of dollars. But I don't, I, look, I don't have a crystal ball, but I'm just guessing Stellantis and Ram and Dodge that this is not going to be a big- a, a big win. I don't see people well, lining up for it their. It may be a big win in terms of their relationship with the government and, and well, yeah, that's what, what they're this, able yeah, to recover. And they'll make a few of these and, and, this may and, put yeah, them in and sell them for a high the, price. You know, the Biden administration is going to have to bail out the auto companies from the EV fiasco at right? some point. Yeah. Well, yeah. Stellantis wants to be in on that. On <laughs> yeah, Slancel, that may be. Slancel wants to be <laughs> in that trough. Yeah. And I'm sure that I'm sure that when that money gets handed out, one of the litmus tests would be. Did you make a hybrid? Did you make an electric truck? Oh, yeah. Well, scientists yeah. will say, yeah, even even if that truck has a tiny battery and only has, you know, some of these plug-in hybrid vehicles like my Volt, they only go they 20 miles before the engine starts. It's mm. it, The battery is just a token battery, yeah. but it's enough. It may be enough to qualify for all of the regulatory relief and for the bailouts later. Look, look, here's here's another problem I got with this. You, I think you're onto something there. Yeah, the bailouts to come from this fiasco, and that's what always happens with these mega corporations and the government. Um, the problem is people are strapped. People don't have money. People are 
putting groceries. Did you, did you know pe- that- people are putting groceries on the credit card, right? They're just absolutely wiped out right now. Credit card debt's at over a trillion dollars. Right. You know, then you got student loan debt. You got uh, household debt. More you generally, got, you know, everything you see is a house of cards. Everything's a house of cards. That's a good That's a good point, Bruce. And then you got the stupid government coming up with all these regulations that just make everything more expensive. And you've got, let's just look at autos. You've got all the regulations that have made autos so much more expensive. I can't get the car from the 90s with the roll-down windows and the AM radio and no air conditioning or anything like that if I wanted to. Um, and they put so many regulations on everything. Look, fine, I'm fine with a seatbelt. I'm, hey, I'm fine with airbags. I don't know if I've I need 83 airbags. What's, do you know what the average payment for a new car in America is? All the people in the I last couple know. of years. Seven, $758. That's yeah, okay. close. Monthly payment. Yeah, exactly. $758 for a car. Yeah. So you got everybody strapped here, but there's not a lot of options because you can't go buy the cheap car anymore. And this ain't going to be a cheap car. The government should be saying, hey, we've got this great thing called the gasoline engine and diesel engine, but the gasoline engine that's you know, we could do a little four-cylinder that gets 40 miles per gallon or more. This is a great vehicle that's been refined for 100 years. Let's make some cheap, let's 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 have cheap options, low-price options for the American I consumers did, so they're not broke and they don't have a trillion dollars in credit I card did debt. Res- I did research this. This came up because I try to, I try to, I'm always influencing young people as a teacher. Mm-hmm. When I'm always teaching somewhere, flight, high school, something, and I'm always encouraging them to not go buy an, a used, super expensive vehicle. And I explain that all the parts are going to be proportional to the MSRP of that vehicle yeah, earlier. Yeah. And so I've always said, look, go get a Hyundai because a Hyundai has a 10-year warranty. Yeah, 100000 probably, 10-year, right. yeah. So I looked, and Hyundais, you can still get a Hyundai with everything, with a big screen, with all the safety features mm-hmm. and everything, with the 10-year warranty for 23000 Yeah. So, but but these other companies are all going to 40, 50, 60, 70,000 nice. cars. Right. And so, but the point is that- And that's a Korean. Is that Korean? Yeah, I think so. I think so. Um, which would be great. It's not Chinese, right? Anyway, I'm a big fan. Now, it's funny because everybody jumps in and says, I wouldn't drive that because it's four-cylinder or I wouldn't. And I, and, but you know what? I would totally drive it. The, my post on Facebook said- If you're just commuting and w- stuff- For anything. I would have driven it to flag today. We got to get to a point where we're like- Trillion, any, trillion any dollars. Car is fine. Yeah, trillion dollars in credit card debt. Uh, however much in auto debt and housing debt. I mean, and the government keeps pushing us towards these more and more expensive things, pushing the manufacturers to come up with every safety feature under the sun, and half the crap doesn't even work. Complex vehicles. Can you imagine how complex? How much more complex is a vehicle that has an, two drivetrains? Two drivetrains. Right. And if this is all about the environment, you don't have two drivetrains on something that's you have more well, resources l- to produce all the this. Thing, is such a lie. Let me show you the worst thing propagating. about the, the worst thing about the environment. Both of my Teslas are getting to the end of their extended warranty. Yeah. So uh, I don't know if you. I've told so, so many Tesla stories. One of my Tesla stories is last year in January, I went to honk the horn and it didn't honk. <laughs> Three months later. Tesla had replaced, because they can't just replace a horn button. First, they replaced the steering wheel, and then it turned out there was a broken wire, not in the steering wheel, but the steering column. Then they replaced the steering column, and that would have been about $12,000 if I hadn't been under warranty. And there is no third-party service for Tesla in any meaningful sense. Well, I, I just took both of my Teslas to the shop, and I said, look, go through and fix everything on this list because I've got just weeks left. Well... What I'm about to discover is that those Teslas, you just roll them into a ditch. They're they're yeah, 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 yeah. They're, they're not repairable. Great, great for the environment. They're it's not repairable. The and yeah. so right. And so this car with the dual drivetrain, my Corolla from the seventies is totally fine. 
there is never going to be, you're never going to see a 30 or 40 year old hybrid. No. And you're not going to see most of these vehicles. And I mean, you can't try fix them. It used to be, a, you could replace the, the day basic out parts. Of warranty. You could replace the alternator. You can't even replace a battery anymore no. on these cars. Um, it's ridiculous. If you wanted to save people money, if you wanted to do something for the environment, they would, they would make these things repairable that the average person can do some things on and, and get back it's to the same some, with get, Apple. Get Apple, back to some Apple makes here. phone, their phones intentionally to not be repairable. Yeah, you and yet yeah. they claim to care about the environment. Yeah. It's just hypocrisy everywhere folks. All right. Love to hear from you. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Really enjoyed having Kelly brought us on last week. Uh, if you missed that show, I believe it was Thursday show. We spent an hour talking about uh, the real estate market and this is a crazy market. And there's, She's that, amazing. There's Kelly. all kinds of, the, 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 some of the lenders are now doing the, um, all kinds of incentives oh, yeah. on the loans. Right. And I was like, oh, that's a sign. Down interest rates. That's a sign buying down those interest rates. Well, if you studied and, history, nothing's a surprise. Yeah, nothing is a surprise. But that, that's why I like Kelly. She has information like that and she shares it with you. And she digs and digs and digs to try to find a way to get you into a house, to help you if you're selling a house, get the top dollar out there. She's got a team around her of the absolute best folks. Uh, call Kelly Broadus right now with the with Broadus Properties Group, brokered by EXP. Um, if you're thinking about selling your home, uh, she's she's the one in Northern Arizona to talk to. 888-446-5602. 888-446-5602. That's 888-446-5602. Or go to northernarizonafinehomes.com. Back in a minute. listening to the podcast, please give us a great review and also give us a comment in there. If you're not listening to the podcast, subscribe. Look up the Jeff Orvitz Show. Also on video, Rumble, follow us there. And on YouTube, subscribe. We appreciate everyone who's done that. This is the Jeff Orvitz Show. All right, don't forget about my friends out at Timberline Firearms and Training. Uh, best training courses around. And with the holidays coming up here real quick, you can get a great gift card. So if you got a friend or you got a family member that wants maybe first shots, maybe they're new to firearms, advanced handgun training. Um, they've got things like the carry concealed courses. Just about everything you need out there. Give them a call, 928-526-7900. Timberline Firearms and Training, 928 928- 526-7900 or take a quick drive five minutes north of the Flagstaff Mall. Uh, they've got the great indoor shooting range, a windy day like this, and with cold weather coming right around the corner, indoor shooting range is great. Um, firearms, accessories, ammunition, they've got safes as well to secure all of that. Timberline Firearms and Training, again, 928-526-7900. Alright, Bruce, next hour, uh, FCC and this Internet issue. Um, what is it? What are they calling that thing? Net neutrality. Net neutrality. Let's talk about that. Bruce has been telecommunications forever, so he's been calling some some folks today to, to get you the details on that. Uh, plus, a bunch more news items I want to hit on. And I've um, got another one here that's... Oh, economic news as well. Got some, some things on the economy and oil. Hang tight. Back in a minute.
Hi, this is Jeff Orvitz, and I started Flagstaff4Lease.com several years ago to provide homes and office space in the Flagstaff area. Check out my current listings up at Flagstaff, the number four, lease.com. That's Flagstaff4Lease.com. We've got everything from one to four bedroom homes available right now. Also, we have office space. Single room suites up to larger spaces are now available up at Flagstaff4Lease.com or call 928-526-7909. Flagstaff4Lease.com is an equal housing opportunity. This portion of the show is brought to you by Just Wireless. Get more info at JustWirelessAZ.com. This is the Jeff Orbit Show. Hi, Bruce Lidlinger is here with me still, and uh, I guess the best word that you used was unhinged. Society's become unhinged, Bruce. It's Isn't a, that the word you use? It's used? a dangerous time. It is a dangerous time, and Arizona is at the epicenter of well, what we're the one of the epicenters. One of, of, yeah, yeah, the epicenters of today, as of last night. Last night, Arizona man arrested over emailed threat to execute a rabbi. Uh, that's the headline from Yahoo. You have the I have the Justice Department. I think Justice I can Department? read. I think I can read this language on the radio because it's. I'm reading a U.S. Attorney's Office release. Yeah, yeah go go ahead. It says, um, at least the high points here of, of this. Um, it says, Jeffrey Mendock, 50 of Tempe, was arrested Saturday morning on a federal complaint and arrest warrant by the Federal Bureau of Investigation for making a threat to execute a local rabbi and every other Jew I can find tonight at midnight of your Sabbath. Hmm. Right here in Arizona, in Tempe. And that's the, that's the one, that's just hours after a woman in Indiana went crazy. Hmm. And... She thought she was crashing her car. She was basically doing a, a suicide attack in her car or, or some kind of nutty attack in her car because people are so unhinged that they don't care if they get caught now. I mean, they're, they're they don't martyrs. Care if they get caught or killed themselves. Right. And when that happens, right. that's, tr- that's trouble to the end. Well, right. So we'll talk about that in a second. Yeah. So, this, so this lady in Indiana, and all you have to do is Google Indiana woman. Like, yeah, Indiana woman if you came just Google Indiana and, and, woman, and, and, you can read about and, it. Yeah, here's a headline from The Hill. Um, Indiana woman drove car into what she thought was is Israeli now, school, authorities say. And it how, turned out to be something right, here's how, here's completely how, different. Right, here's how, here's how people, I've always said that. 34 that, years old. I've always said that leftists don't value life. And this is kind of an example. Of, she didn't even do five minutes of research and she threw her life away on a cause. And she actually hurt her stupid cause because because she saw the writing she saw that she thought meant it was a Jewish school. It was actually an anti-Jewish organization. <laughs> it was on it was on the anti-defamations list of hate groups, and she attacked a hate group that she was actually aligned with. Anyway, the point is, this illustrates the, the degree of derangement. Uh, you're so yeah. mad. And you're so is, mad you can't even identify the target. No, the, and just it, it, it's just rage. It's just evil rage that's happening. Murderous rage. Murderous evil rage. And this was the stuff that not too long ago you would read about happening, sadly, in places like Israel and other countries and be like, whew, uh, that sucks. That's you horrible. Know, I'm glad I live in America. And now there's this stuff happening here. When I left, When I left my house today... Every time I leave my house, and in fact, uh, you, you know, I don't want to sound crazy, but I have, I'm informed by history, uh, and it doesn't really affect my life. It's just an extra minute of preparation. But every time I leave one of my places to go to another places, I, I think, am I going to be able to come back to the same city? Hmm. 
because you've got hundreds of thousands of people that are unhinged, unhinged with mur- filled with murderous rage, outnumbering by a factor of ten or a hundred, or maybe even in some cases a. Uh, a thousand of oh, the law enforcement. Probably thousands. Probably thousands to one. When thousands it comes to, to law one. Enforcement, yeah. And um and they could do anything. You know, and and you know, uh, probably they wouldn't bother with Flagstaff, but I'm a little bit afraid in Scottsdale. Scottsdale is, is a well known place. Sadly though, and I don't want to be a alarmist to, to the highest degree here. Um I, I don't I think even in rural communities at this point, the craziness has, has spread all over. Right. I mean, you, although the, there was, there I, was, I, there I was pro, there was pro Palestinian marches and, you know, people supporting Hamas is how I translate that happening in Flagstaff just this past weekend. So it's happening. All right. In, and, and, and I would be, I would be concerned. This is the, this is the sad part because you want to assemble to especially petition your government and to protest things and to try to make things right. You want to exercise uh, your First Amendment rights. But nowadays, you have to be very concerned and very weary of where you're at in public in mass crowds. Did I mention the England story yet? Uh, I air? think you did or last did. hour. What, what was yeah, that Yeah, because in London. In London so oh, the, some, oh, yeah, the cops. Right. Yeah, the, 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 police, the police told uh, the, the, the uh, Navy-born British citizens carrying British flags to put them away because, because they pointed out how outnumbered they were. Thousands and thousands of uh, pro-Palestinian hundred, Hamas marchers. A hundred thousand marchers. pro-Palestinian yeah. Hamas supporters versus like a dozen and, people and with in British In that case, flags. I think that those cops were just like, we're all going to get run down here. There's right. a point where, and that's what I'm saying. It's like, although, you, although I should point out, even though I'm, I'm normally always pro cop, I should point out that that same police department uh, one night earlier had arrested a man in his home for making a an anti Hamas comment publicly. Yeah, it's it's insanity everywhere. But in, in that case, you're in a public place and you're outnumbered massively. You just got to be careful, or you well, could or you could, or you could be swept swept up in like a January sixth type thing. Where how many of those people are sitting there rotting away in a, you know, in charge and not even really formally charged. And they just, they were, they kind of got wrapped up in a, in a stupid decision to, to go in and look, look what's happened now. You know, it's weird because, um, there was a great, you know, I wanted to be a Vietnam heli- uh, warrant officer flying helicopters in Vietnam. And I wasn't quite old enough, but I was, I was really interested in flying helicopters. Mm-hmm. So I've done a lot of studying by Vietnam. One of the books from that era is called don't, don't bunch up. Right. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And, you know, I, I have to remind myself to be afraid because I'm normally not a fearful person. One of the reasons I feel confident as a pilot is I don't get scared. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, should I use Amazon or should I go to the Scottsdale Mall and spend hours in the mall? I'm not. Now, you could obviously go to the Scottsdale Mall a hundred times. But do I, would I want to, to actually like a, remember how you people used to have the mall life? They would go walk every day in the mall? You would walk, you, you go to the, you, arc, would you the arcades. To, would you want to be in the mall Every day, because someday it may some be a deranged soft, crowd yeah. will go nuts, and it could be as simple as doing the flash mob theft thing. They get and that thing hand. gets out of hand, or or, or somebody gets a nefarious idea. All right, I want to hit more on this Arizona story um, in just a second. And if you got a comment, love to hear from you. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Uh, Glenn Least comes on the program a lot and gives us a, a lot of insight as to market updates and what's going on in the world. Um, I don't tell you how to invest. Remember that I always tell you to seek out a financial planner or other advisor before making any investment decisions. I can tell you that I've invested with Glenn Least and WT Wealth Management. That's something that personally Angela and 
I've decided to do. I really appreciate his his values that I think line up with a lot of um, how we uh, feel as well, me and Angela. Um, I like their woke mitigation portfolio. I think that's uh, something creative. Don't know where it's going to go. We'll see. Um, but hey, if you want a portfolio review, you can call Glenn and have that conversation with him one-on-one, just like you hear him here on the show, 928-225-2474. That's Glenn Least at WT Wealth Management at 928-225-2474, 928-225-2474. Yeah, so just back to this Arizona issue, this guy who allegedly threatened the to execute a rabbi and other Jews, um, the quote here from, this is Yahoo, if you do not use your influence to right this wrong, I will execute you and every other Jew I can find tonight at midnight of your Sabbath. You talked about that from the Justice Department complaint. The subject of the email was um, Hitler. This was the subject that this guy sent. Hitler was right, rabbi. You know That's what he sent to this rabbi uh, here in Arizona, according to the criminal complaint. And the message also referred to, the atrocities unfolding in Palestine, referred to the atrocities unfolding in Palestine. Uh, quote, I have come to the realization that you people are to blame for everything evil in this world. Um, the Mindoc, as his name allegedly wrote, prosecutors say Mindoc was previously made, has previously made uh, violent threats. And we've seen we, this. This his- is, and this is, this has always been so insane to me because I love Jews. I love Jewish people. I, it's my, would be my preference for getting married. It's like uh, my preference for doing business. I love that culture. Mm-hmm. And so, and I don't, they, uh, j- just to generalize about Jews, they're, they're very high quality people that don't cause anybody any trouble. And why do these people, they're getting blamed for why everything do they get blamed for? Yeah. I, well, that's I don't, right. that's where I was I don't go understand any Semitism at, at all. We're at the point, and we, we saw this prior to World War II, uh, in Germany, shall we say, I mean, mm-hmm. that was one place, but there's many places where stuff was happening like this. But Germany was, they, Hitler found somebody to blame and for all the woes, all the right. problems, well, you know, all the societal in the book, woes. In Orwell's 1984, there was a find, Jew that everybody yeah, hated. Find somebody to there blame. There was a two-minute hate. So it's like, yeah, two, yeah, exactly. So this is, again, history repeating itself because it's like... But why the poor Jews every time? But yeah, they, I, I don't know, they're, but they, look... so look, nice they, and they, innocuous. They, 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 try the to, they try to find in society, there's all these problems that have been caused, and especially, and let's go back to Hitler, who was a politician and trying to seize power, right? And ultimately did seize power and got, they, they all got elected by the way. Mm-hmm. And then, and then declared themselves, um, you know, the dictator. Um, but they need somebody to blame for all the problems. And quite frankly, a lot of these problems often stem from government and all the decisions that have been made prior. So everything starts mm-hmm. to crumble and you got to, Hey, it's that person's fault. It's that person's right. fault. It's not your fault. It's not, you know, decisions that we made to elect who we elect, yeah. things like that, how we've been running things. It's always somebody's fault when things start to really come down and fall apart. I have a couple of quick that's thoughts. What, that's I I that's can, what they go with. I hope I can say both before I forget. First of all, okay. this lone gunman's awful. What scares me a lot more is 100,000 people. Which, which lone gun, gun the, guy, the guy in Arizona. Oh, oh this guy, yeah. This and, then, guy. and then the girl who tried to ram and into. The girl, right. Yeah, those, and, are, those are very bad, but, it, but, it, what, but then what could 100,000 deranged people do? Yeah. You know, 100,000 people a mo- could destroy, a, mob. a mob of 100,000 people could burn a city. Well, it's happened. It's happened plenty of times before. It could burn a city. Where, I'm talking about in America, though. No, no, no it, well, it's even happened in America where they've gone in and, and you've had fires and looting. And, I mean, that, that's happened. But I happened. mean, there could be nothing left. If 100,000 yeah. people that have well, not, that are this deranged, this that's is a why, new level I, of derangement. That, that's why I would hate 
and I, I, I previously said, hey, even in rural areas, you better just kind of be on alert and all that because you just never know well, anymore. Well, that was my second thing. My, but but in populated areas, Bruce, that right. concerns me even more. Is this a telemarketer? I'm not going to answer because okay. we're going to um, heat at the moment. Yeah. In, in populated areas, it concerns me even more because have you ever seen like those soccer games or any kind of thing oh, yeah. where people get into the mad rush? Right. And, you and get, that's even when they're happy. Yeah. And you get caught up in it and it's like the momentum of the crowd right. actually crushes people. Have you ever it's seen crazy. The, have you ever seen like the, the flock of a thousand swallows and they move yeah, as one. Yeah, yeah, that's what happens. It's some kind of madness of crowds and there was a great especially book on when, that. Especially when people are operating on essentially zero information. Here's an example of operating in no information and then I want to get to that point I'm afraid I'll forget. Okay. The zero information thing is look look at how misinformed people are and almost nobody is running based on either personal research or common sense or direct knowledge. Oh, gone, yeah. Think about this. The worst thing since the Holocaust happened to the Jews, the narrative the next day was that the Jews were the bad guys. How how can you be so divorced from reality that in one day... Yeah, and people, I, that was quicker than I That was amazing. Thought. It took a day. Um, but I knew that if uh, had Israel not gone in it really quick, I knew that the public opinion would turn very fast. It turned faster than even... Even before they I went thought. in. We're, I mean, we're at like 30 the, days, not 31 remember, days. Because, I mean, here's my point. There's always been this... This point where they say, well, you know, whatever the whatever the uh, Hamas does, it's in response to all the occupations yeah. since 1948. But nobody was talking about that the day before the massacre. Yeah. The massacre happened. And then the very and then and within then the hours that out, yeah. that yeah. drudged that dredged up the resentment against the Jews. There wasn't even a moment of sympathy for the Jews. It was it was nuts. Can I say this other thing? I yeah, go ahead. And I got something going on. In I want to talk about prepping. This is my prepping thing. OK. When you look at. Kristallnacht and everything that happened afterwards to, to led to the Holocaust. Uh, it's, it's easy to wonder, and I certainly don't blame the victim, but it's easy to wonder, why did they take that lying down, right? Uh, and so, and then... Yeah. Just, uh, that's but, but, human nature, though. Well, you always think nature. it's well, going to get better. Want, that's what I want to get to. Yeah. Then, and I totally don't blame the victim, I mean, they... they they just didn't have guns and training and whatever. And plus, they're not people that think that way. They're people that think about how to advance society, not destroy it. So they can't imagine the evil maybe against them. I think but, it's. I think it's not. It's just. It's. It's true to any ethnicity or any. Buddy, everybody always thinks it's going to get better. It won't get that bad. My neighbor wouldn't do that. I mean, surely the people in Rwanda. And that's my prepping point. Sure, surely right. the people in Rwanda. When Couldn't the, the imagine Hutus and Tutsis. Yeah, going, hacking each other with. Um, or even our civil war. I've been studying our civil war. It's that yeah, amazing. Yeah, that it's just like it's one step, one step, one step. And then you get right. so far in and you're so determined to continue the path. So and there's no there's no turning back. So here's my big point of the day. Okay. Um, so then I thought, wait a minute. I've always wondered how that could have happened, but then Israel, the state of Israel, where almost everybody's been in the military, where they live 100 yards from the next war uh, every day, uh, where they have safe rooms, they still didn't have guns. I I thought every Israeli citizen was strapped. It's tightly regulated. No, tightly regulated. they were not. Yeah. Now, instantly, that regulation is immediately being re- well, Of course, right? <laughs> but the point, is, the point is, they weren't on their guard. And and they had gun regulations because they were worried about like the lone shooter scenario, but not worried about the losing our entire civilization scenario. Yeah. Well, so so anyway, here's my point. When I leave, when I when I leave Scottsdale, and I'm and I'm just thinking, what could happen before I'm back here twelve hours from now, and what do I want in the car with me? 
Like, like, do would I want a gun? Would I want uh, supplies? Would I want uh, an, enough gold to cross the border into Mexico? Would I want whatever? The the point is, ju- just like Kristallnacht happened and it caught people off guard, and just like uh, one month ago today, uh, the massacre in Israel happened and people weren't carrying guns. Weren't pre- and and how, how? Yeah, you got to be. Prepared. My my point here is maybe it's time to stop. Prepping, if you're defining prepping as putting stuff in your basement, maybe it's time to stop prepping and maybe go to Timberline Firearms and get that concealed carry or something. Yeah, I mean, maybe you should start to actually think there's no reason why what we saw in Israel couldn't happen next month here. Yeah, that's it's crazy to even think that in this country. But why would we be immune? But look what's going. Why would we be immune with the evidence that's around us? Did you see what? Did you see what happened to the to the White House attacked? Yeah, the White House was attacked as well. This stuff's happening um, more frequently. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. That's talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Okay, um, it is Tuesday, which means Taco Tuesday at Sportsman's Bar and Grill. Uh, Voted best sports bar in Flagstaff many many years in a row all the tvs up there for all your sports action save a little bit of money and get some great tacos you can get in there get some tacos get some great drink specials uh, fill yourself up have a good time and hopefully uh, meet with people and talk with people because there's always a lot of good people are having a you know having a conversation as well and maybe we get past some of this stuff bruce right <laughs> by, by having a good old beer and a taco that, that would help society a lot. Uh, plus, don't forget, tomorrow is Wing Wednesday Half Price Wings at Sportsman's Bar and Grill, just north of downtown, right there in the Bashes Shopping Center. Back in a minute. If you're listening to the podcast, please give us a great review and also give us a comment in there. If you're not listening to the podcast, subscribe. Look up the Jeff Orbit Show. Also on video, Rumble, follow us there. And on YouTube, subscribe. We appreciate everyone who's done that. You're listening to the Jeff Orbit Show. If you're thinking about buying a home, don't waste your time being misled by teaser interest rates on the internet. The first thing you should do is call Kim Dawson at Nova Home Loans. As Arizona's largest privately owned mortgage lender, Nova Home Loans offers local decision making like a bank with better access to more programs like a broker. That saves you time, effort, and money. Kim's going to show you how much cash you really need and what price range you actually qualify for. With Kim's pre-approval letter in hand, sellers know you're serious. It's almost like having cash in hand. For purchase or refinance, call Kim Dawson at 928-310-6458. That's 928-310-6458. And by the way, if you mention the Jeff Orvitz Show, you can get $250 off the lender's fee at closing. Call Kim Dawson at 928-310-6458 or go to novahomeloans.com slash Kim Dawson. Kim Dawson, NMLS 697411, Nova Home Loans, NMLS 3087BK9090242, Equal Housing Opportunity, subject to credit approval, terms and conditions may apply. a crazy one, Bruce, out of Germany. German city renaming Anne Frank Daycare Center to be more, quote-unquote, inclusive after migrant complaints from the Daily Wild, the German city of Tangeruti. I can't pronounce it. I have it. a big list. I have a, I have a list of like 100 things for future Jeff Orvitz shows. And a couple of months ago on my list, I, I added an item. I don't know if you noticed it. It was called something like, should we assimilate? 
Yeah, and I'm going to hit on, let me read this article first. German city of Tangeruti has announced plans to rename a daycare center after migrant parents reportedly expressed concerns that the current name does not accurately reflect the diversity of the community. Uh, Probably because you had open border just letting everybody in, just like most Western countries, and Mm -hmm. no community reflects the community anymore. Yeah, no common culture anymore. The daycare center is currently named after Anne Frank, a Jewish girl whose diary was published after she died at the age of 15 in a Nazi concentration camp. And according to local ex uh, reports, uh, migrant parents have complained that it is, quote unquote, challenging to explain to their children who Frank was and why her story mattered. And here's what's crazy is, and Bruce, you hit it. It's like <laughs> the, the we, we, we used to be in a place where, like in America, for example, people would come in and assimilate to our culture. It's our, it's our country. Right. I mean, many of us are parents or had parents yeah, people or grandparents their names. or great-grandparents. Even changed, my name was named because I used names. to be... My, Mine was changed. Right. It used to be S-I-D-E, Seidlinger, yep. and then somehow Sidlinger was thought to be more Americanized. Mine was O-R-A-V-I-C-S or Orvik, something like that, uh, from Central European descent. Yeah, I was going to say that. And sounds- I would say that... That was my um, um, great grandfather's family that came here. So I think I want to say late 1800s, early 1900s. The names were changed to try to blend in and become because you came because you wanted to become an American. It's like, okay, I'm I left that country. I left those issues. Now we see so many people that have come to this country that. They're not here for our country. I'm amazed that some of these yeah, when people. You see the flags at the border, people carrying yeah, their flags. Yeah, exactly. And, and they're you've they're seen, coming you've seen as downtown their country. Chicago with the flags. Well, yeah, especially downtown Chicago has this Mexican festival, and I love Mexicans, and so I'm not. I don't. I, I as a Texan, I'm very predisposed to just like Mexicans. They work super hard, and they're fun and great, and the food's great, and I I have no bad feel. I love Mexicans and Jews. That's the news today. Okay, um, but in downtown Chicago, there are Mexican nationalists taking over the streets and doing the Mexican flags and stuff. And I'm thinking, okay, this is not quite as lovable as what I'm used to, mm-hmm. which is which is Mexicans used to come and say, "America's awesome." You know, we used to own part of it. We're all kind of one culture. Like, yeah, and to and, me, I can hang out with Mexican workers all day long as I have owning companies in Texas and we're buddies. We're we're on we're the team. There's no us versus them. Yeah. But but, but now so many people are coming in they don't want to assimilate. No, they, they don't. don't want to be Americans. They want to be so hyphenated. So the point of my <laughs> the point of my thing about should we assimilate is let's let's say that you and I tomorrow had to go live in Dearborn. Mm-hmm. Well, we could just like we've made the argument that people coming into the country should assimilate, should should adopt our culture because, you know, a house divided against itself cannot stand. Mm-hmm. Well, if I lived in Dearborn, do I do I live a hopelessly do I live a life of hopeless eternal conflict or do I just become uh you assimilate to their culture. Do I become a Muslim? You assimilate and, to their culture. Yeah. Right. Was that one with Clint Eastwood where he's in Detroit or wherever, a suburb? I don't know. Uh, but you know, you know that, Dearborn that, is the, that, is that, the largest. Yeah, he's basically right. in that area in the neighborhood. Everything changed around him. He and, didn't assimilate. And he didn't. Yeah, it was totally right. interesting movie. So, but, I mean, the point but, is there, there may come a point. If you if you look at the cultures that the leftists most admire, they are there is no diversity. Look! Yeah. Look at look at a uh, look at any picture of the Chinese Communist Party meeting. They all look identical. Look at, <laughs> look at any picture of Russia or really any other country. If you look at 
Hungary, which I like Hungary, but if all those countries, there is no cultural diversity. Yeah, look at Japan. There's right. There's <laughs> there's 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 whoever there's might makes right, and everybody else aligns with might. Yeah, and well, we're about to be minority, so I wonder if I should. I wonder if I should just, uh, you know, life is short, and what I want should we give up the rest of our lives in feudal resistance, or should we just assimilate? Um, an interesting, I got to take a break, but if I move to another country, if I move to Mexico, for example, um, three years later, I don't think I'd be running for the Mexican Congress to change Mexico. Right. And you see members of Congress who is like, you fled areas. And I've seen this on local city councils as well. You fled areas, communist areas and other tyrannical areas for whatever reason, and you came to this country, and then you're you're not even here for a decade, right. and then you want to change our culture, our country, and something is severely wrong with that, and after decades, we're finally paying the price. I'd love to hear from you. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. That's talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Uh, if you get a rock chip in your windshield, remember to call Diamond Auto Glass first. Uh, right in Flagstaff, great local Northern Arizona company. Fix that rock chip before it spreads to the rest of your windshield. 928-779-4140. That's 928-779-4140. Or go to thedifferenceisclear.com. Back in a minute. If you're listening to the podcast, please give us a great review and also give us a comment in there. If you're not listening to the podcast, subscribe. Look up The Jeff Orvitz Show. Also on video, Rumble, follow us there. And on YouTube, subscribe. We appreciate everyone who's done that. Listening to the Jeff Orovitz Show. This is the Jeff Orovitz Show. I will have um, on Monday show Phil Kirpin will return to the program, and he's really fighting this issue. And I know there's a big meeting and a follow-up vote, I believe, on Tuesday. I'll get kind of those details on the program next week because next Tuesday, I, I thought that the FCC was voting on this thing. But it looks like they already did, Bruce, like a preliminary vote on the net neutrality issue. And there's three Democrats on the FCC and two Republicans. And the support's there for, for what's called net neutrality. Can you, what is net neutrality? So uh, let me do the 50,000 okay, please. view. I'm going to tell you the tale of three eras of telephony in America. Okay. So I have spent uh, a, a few decades, my, my career has been divided between doing work for NASA and the Air Force mm-hmm. and also industrial automation like steel mills. And the other half of my career was to be the person who brought the internet to small towns in some cases. Okay. Like in several parts of Texas, for example, like the and, wire and, and a few that. other states. Okay. Well, the way to bring the internet to a town was to was to help the people that knew how to do such things, which was the phone company. Okay, you know the phone companies know how to to operate at scale and mm-hmm. touch every person, and they already had the infrastructure. subscribers, and Get so the they would bring me in to okay. help with the technology since I was one of the internet pioneers. But they knew all the rest of it. Mm-hmm. So. A long time ago, phone companies were highly regulated. In fact, someday I'd like to talk about airline deregulation, which is kind of parallel. But phone companies were very regulated, and they were very good. Um, Now, 
what happened, and this is at everybody that's paid a phone bill 20, 30 over the past few decades, has seen the USF, the universal service fee. And it's just exactly what it sounds like. It's a fee that's assessed against the fortunate to, to make sure there's a phone at every farm. Okay. Now, the phone at every farm was really important because that's how you called the fire department. That's how you called an ambulance. Farms have a lot of accidents. There was a really good, fairly non-political, unarguable social good about that. And phone companies, not only did they push that wiring out very expensively to these remote locations, but all phone companies, city and rural, they were just like the airlines of old. They, it was money, no object to do it right. Like, I don't know if you've ever seen a picture of like a, a telephone pole. They'll go on the internet as a joke. A telephone pole in India where you see 5,000 wires. <laughs> you know, just, you ever seen I, those? I, just, I, somebody just Google I, fi- India I, India telephone pole or, or Pakistan telephone pole. I, I went to Vietnam years back right. and that's how it was. There was individual strands, kind of like New York right. City in 1900. And no planning because yeah, it it's, right, it's just to get, we need to get Dalton to this new subscriber yeah, by the end of was, the day. It was nuts, yeah. Well, in, in the phone company, the phone world that I worked in, if you wanted to add a wire and to a bundle of like 12,000 wires, you would unlace all 12,000 wires and you would relace 12,001 wires. You never, you never did it slipshod. You did it perfectly. Mm-hmm. Well, so that was phase one of the phone companies. And the reason that that made sense was the reason it made sense for all around for the phone companies to get the subsidies and for them to, and for them to be required to be excellent because they, they would phone companies get in huge trouble if the 911 system failed even yeah. for a minute. Um, is because the phone companies also benefited from having right-of-way authority. They could condemn land and run a phone line through it. which And so they're kind of like the railroads. It's a little different. You know, it was an inherently regulated industry. Mm-hmm. Now, phase two was dial tone became less important because the internet came up and fewer and fewer people cared about dial tone. They still did it. Everybody still has copper dial tone in rural areas because the t- cellular network isn't built out reliably, but it's not the center of people's lives anymore. The center of people's lives is internet. Well, the, the federal government initially said, you know, the way to do internet and is, and my phone companies did this, they would set up a separate division, a separate accounting entity. And that other accounting entity was run like a for-profit corporation because they had competition from the get-go. There was basically in the same trench that the phone line was buried was a cable line. A lot of areas had competition. The coaxial cable. Coaxial versus copper or fiber. The copper or fiber belonged to the phone company. The coaxial belonged to... Okay. I don't know what this is. Okay. Anyway... So maybe it's telemarketer. Yeah. So <laughs> um, so that was like kind of like the wild wild west, um, but th- that's that that was probably okay because the internet wasn't life or death. Nine one one was life or death. The yeah. internet wasn't. Yeah. Well, now so, so but the government still tried to layer in. Starting a I don't know fifteen years ago, twenty years ago, it started with Obama because um, this is Obama era stuff, like a lot of current policies are. Um, people said, wait a minute, it's wrong for rural children to be disenfranchised by not having access to all the same video learning content. Internet, high-speed internet, things like right. that. Okay. So there, the, the government started to incentivize getting speed pushed out to every farm. Uh, rural every, America. Right. Okay. Um, well, so that there's been kind of a delicate balance. and But here's this problem now and i talked to i talked to i'm gonna I, I have to be very vague because i don't because um 
I want to complete the, I want to mix up the answers I got and mix up. But I talked to at least tell two telephone company executives. I'm going to give like a, a, a homogation of their answers. But basically there's two ways to look at this. There's the, to, to the extent that the government now wanting to make internet considered as essential as that original 911 dial tone mm-hmm. there's a good part of that which is that it will push bandwidth out to everyone and it will be good for the phone companies because the government will um, subsidize if, if, or, right yeah um however there's also a really bad part of this and um at least one of the people i talked to is very concerned about this he said you know um what what you own you control what you pay for you control and um, there was not too much concern. Remember that when, when you present dial tone to someone, you don't regulate who they talk to or what you hear over the phone. But when the government does this. Controls the bandwidth. It, it controls the bandwidth, but it's more than that. It, it could be content. That's what I'm saying. I mean, if if they control the, the, the pipes, shall we say. Right. Then they can control what's going right. through the pipes. So, so at least one of the executives I talked to was not too skeptical of the government's motivations and says no big deal. At least another telco executive I talked to said this is the end of the world because because look at how bad we in the you know in the last segment I talked about in a low information society you can get people to believe anything. Yeah. You can gen up 100,000 people to murderous rage by explaining exactly what didn't happen the day before mm-hmm. they're ready they're ready to say something it's like macklemore remember that singer he's like a pro hamas guy now with he's a zero information pro hamas speaker because he got ginned up about it because you know he's like he happened to he happened to be in the room where where rabble was being roused right well so you're saying it can control with new net, net tr- neutrality this content perhaps that goes in there and that's what's bef- like, that's right. what's before the FCC. This five member board, three Repo- three Democrats, two Republicans. It's a hundred and twenty eight page, uh, what they call rulemaking. The real implication, uh, though, is that they'll essentially own that infrastructure. Yeah, and, so so they're going to want to control what goes through the infrastructure. Well, I mean, I guess you would just have to look and say, well, what you know, China has a pretty strong hand over its internet. How's that oh, working out? Hugely strong. Yeah. They and can, how's that working? Yeah. Can you, no. can you, nowadays can with, you see anti-China? Can you see pro Hong Kong? Yeah. Nowadays with the technology, you can control stuff so easily uh, through software, artificial and also intelligence, remember et Orwell, Remember the telescreens? No. In, or, in George Orwell. The, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Right, they, they, they're, they're watching you. Looked at you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, well, I mean, that's, that's, I, I mean, yeah, so, so, it's happening you all know, the time now. it's like, it's like, uh, all of this, it's just like when the government wanted a special extra cellular network for first responders. It's just like traffic cameras that are more than just traffic cameras. Yeah. It's like, oh, don't worry. We're not looking at that. It's right. just there, you know, so, blah, blah, blah. So the answer to this is it's either innocuous mm-hmm. if you trust government or it's it's the scariest thing ever. I don't ever. trust. Look, it's the scariest thing ever. The fact if you don't trust that you've government. got this five member unelected group deciding this thing. It's a hundred twenty eight page um, rulemaking. They just call it what it is. It's a law safeguarding and securing the open internet. <laughs> um, that's that's what they're talking about. And and um, I, I would be concerned because everything they touch, they 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 tend to ruin, and they're going to ruin. They're well, there's a ratchet internet. effect. This is yeah. bigger government, and there's always exactly. there's always a ratchet effect towards totalitarianism. And I don't look. I get the rural. Incidentally, the neutrality part is kind of trivial. The neutrality part just says should should Netflix be able to pay more 
pay to get their content delivered first over the wire so that if you're trying to if you're trying to do like a startup if you're trying to do some kind of democratic new version of youtube uh where you can say first amendment things Mm. that's that's what neutrality means that's it that seems so little it's kind of like in the previous segment when i was saying the lone shooter is scary, but 100,000 crazy people in the street are scarier. Yeah, but it ain't that. Well, right. Neutrality, it's, it's, neutrality, 15 years ago, neutrality seemed like something worth arguing about. Now I'm worried about it's, whether it's, we get the truth or... It's 128 pages, Bruce. Right. It's not about net neutrality. It's about control. But and and even that's what it's always about And even this 128 people. pages, it really just asserts the control what's done with the control comes later all right so i mean the best you can do is contact your representatives and mention the fcc and net neutrality and to put pressure ask them to put pressure respectfully on the fcc i hope board, this doesn't go uh, so, so, so my my recommendation as a telco professional and especially having talked to r- very knowledgeable people yeah. is i'm against this yeah uh, Kind of a corollary is is earlier I said uh, that I don't think Trump will get reelected. That doesn't mean I don't want Trump to get reelected. I would love for Trump uh, to get reelected because his foreign policy has is vindicated and known, and he's our best chance of there's, pre- there's of a difference between war. what you want and and, and potentially right. what could happen. All yes. right, talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Get your comments in and uh, yeah, watch this one. And like I said, well, Phil, let's Kirp, hope it doesn't happen. Yeah, and we'll have Phil Kirpin on Monday to get even more into the weeds on this one. Um, Let's see here. Uh, Zero Res of Northern Arizona. Uh, if you want to get your carpets cleaned and you don't want to have that crusty uh, feeling like when you rent the carpet cleaner from the grocery store, I wouldn't recommend that. Uh, why would you do that when Zero Res, NorthernArizona.com uh, can clean three rooms of carpet for you for $138? That's an awesome deal. $138. They've also got deep cleaning of tile and those grout joints uh, starting at like 69 bucks a room. Zero Res, NorthernArizona.com. That's Zero Res, NorthernArizona.com. Check out some of their great specials. Get your carpets professionally cleaned, get your tile floors professionally cleaned. Uh, the fabrics on your couches, even vehicles, things like that. Zero res northern Arizona.com can take care of you. 928 378 8888. That's 928 378 8888. Back in a minute. If you're listening to the podcast, please give us a great review and also give us a comment in there. If you're not listening to the podcast, subscribe. Look up The Jeff Orbit Show. Also on video, Rumble, follow us there. And on YouTube, subscribe. We appreciate everyone who's done that. This is The Jeff Orbit Show. All right, Bruce Lingers here with us as we wrap things up. Uh, a few minutes left here. I, I want to loop back, Bruce, to the election that's happening today because I think that has a lot of implications for a lot of folks throughout northern Arizona. Um, I will be curious to see tonight at uh, usually results When come, do we find out if we're getting a 16-story hospital? Yeah, usually about 8 p.m. is when the results hit. So what I'll do is... That's going to be just devastating to the concept of Flagstaff. I hate that so much. Yeah, it's, it's just it's odd that there and wasn't more... And it's for more. such a minor reason. Why not just have, that's a lot of land. Why not oh, just have, yeah, why not just have, and also low campuses look better anyway. 
Like yeah, campus I, is I, I was surprised they, when when I had the guy on, and we still got the interviews that talk with Jeff. Skyscrapers make no sense when you. But, when but you he was like, "Oh, we like to build up in, in the hospitals." Yeah, it's nuts. But I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know which way this is going to go. I think it's going to fail, but I wouldn't take that to the bank <laughs> by any means. Um, yeah, usually election results come out from the counties by around eight, just after eight p.m. The polls, there's there's no polls because this is all. Is mail. there anything else that's going to be life changing? Because I'm only focused no, on the hospital. I, you know, there's. Yeah, this the, we did a whole. Me and Angela did that whole segment on watch your local politicians because we talked a lot today about what's happening. Well, nationally I remember they were going to raise some thresholds for autonomous action. Yeah, they, action. they want more ability to spend more of your tax dollars. See these these politicians and these forever bureaucrats, and I would include city managers in that category because they just kind of it's kind of like a circus. They go around from city to city. Well, that's the ratchet effect. Yeah, they just they want control. Every city adopts because, all the worst ideas of all the yeah, other. Cities. They don't want to deal with you. I mean, it's just, it's much easier to deal with all this stuff if you don't have to deal with the people that actually pay right. for it, right? right? It's other people's money. But we did a whole segment still up there and still on YouTube about, um, are they trying to pull a fast one over on us? You know, they want to take expenditures to, they don't have to have a, really a public you know, vote to, from 50000 to 100000 I hope that fails. Do you remember how a long time ago you asked me what I was most upset about and I said immigration because there's no, there's no turning it back? There's no fixing it? I there feel isn't, like, yeah. I feel like... There's, I feel like the thing I'm totally focused on is a 16-story building because there's no fixing that. That, no, cha- that, that changes Flagstaff yeah, forever. That's up. And, and forever. I know a lot of people are like, okay, who cares? We'll have tall buildings. If that's the case, if that's what you want, then change everybody's zoning. Well, and that's probably what will happen. I yeah, mean, if, I mean ev- if, that, that immediately becomes a precedent. How come, yeah, if, why if wouldn't you, Drury get to build a 16-story yeah, hotel? If you get to have a 16-story hospital, I, I want to look at this as blinders. I don't care that it's a hospital. You should have the same standard right. for a hotel. For a school, because high for limits, a, it's the one highest building. The one highest building is what determines everything. Yeah, the one so highest building. I, I don't get that one. And what frustrates me even more is this council. A lot of those politicians in there were around to complain about a six-story student housing building in downtown Flagstaff. And okay, downtowns typically tend to be your more dense, higher-rise buildings, right? And and now you're talking about let's put a 16 story one foot one outside the city. And this is the, the first thing That's, people see. This is the yeah, primary interest of the town. Is the first thing people see. Yeah. I okay. So what I'll do, Bruce, is up at talkwithjeff.com. I'll have um, I'll post some of the results. I don't know if I'm going to sit there all night and, and tweak through every single one because there's a lot of charter amendments. But the big one, like the hospital, I'll get it up there for you by by just well, after. And 8 I'll be back. I'll be back. Up here in two weeks, unless that stupid hospital is there, and I don't want to see it. <laughs> You're going to be taking the back way in. Right. Um, you, you'll have to come like around. Well, I'll have to come in through Payson because yeah. I do not want to see it. Yeah. And so, I'm going to see it every time I take off from my airplane. I'm going to have to avoid this thing. Yeah. They're going to have some big lights up there, too. They'll have to, so you don't you don't hit it. Yeah. yeah so, all it's right. so wrong. Did you it's notice? So did you come up? Did you, you came up 17. You said, did you? was the fire still happening out there? No, at, I, didn't. Um, I saw a sign about it, but I didn't see it. There was that fire that was on. It had a it weird was, name. I took a picture of it. Well, it was, it was burning up Apache Made Mountain. There. Yeah, Apache Made. Yeah, and it, there's a mountain, Apache Made Mountain. Um, that that big meant round nothing one. to me. Does that? Uh, that's bound to have not <coughs> been useful information to a lot of people because I've lived here and I never heard of that. Yeah, I just know it because I've camped around there. Plus, I guess. it sounds vaguely racist. <laughs> and classist. I mean, how how bad could it be? It's a it's I, an I don't indigenous know name and it's made, which is like a. a yeah, I, why tomorrow I will look into where the name came from because I, I'm sure I'll get I want to start a movement to rename that. I get some that thanks. Thanks for the end of the show. I get weird emails now. I get emails at four in the morning of somebody listening. That Bruce wants to rename the mountain. No, it's, it's just like stuff like I was just like I don't even know what you're talking about. But send them in. I love getting your emails. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Before in the morning, I don't know. Sometimes 
that's when I get kind of the interesting emails. Yeah. I'm like, what's going on? All right, Bruce, drive safe. Okay. Get a generator duct taped to the top of your car. <laughs> I have carried generators inside cars. Okay. Uh, talkwithjeff.com. I'll post some results here about 8 p.m. Back tomorrow with full coverage on that and much more. Everybody have a great, safe night. Take care. See you soon.